First of September 2020, hello and welcome to Joy News at 6 with me, Fred Smith. The news is live on Love 99.5 FM and Hate 103.9 FM. On Love 99.5 FM in Kumase, affiliates across the country and worldwide at myjoyonline.com. And coming up, 12 deaths and many injuries through separate road crashes over the weekend brings the number of deaths on our roads to more than 30 in just one week. Well, we have details for you as experts warn drivers to be extra careful uh, on the roads. Also coming up, President Akufuado announces resumption of Ghana's Premier and Division 1 football leagues as more COVID-19 restrictions are eased. Well, we have details of the President's 17th address to the nation as the mandatory wearing of face covering is extended by another three months. And in business, 10,061 passengers have so far arrived in the country since the opening of Kutuku International Airport for international travels. So business comes up later. But founder of Paris Chapel, Bishop Charles Ajinasari, has mounted the strong defense of his national transformation agenda messages, insisting it's not an agenda to change regimes. Precious one, I'm Bishop Charles Ajinasari. Join me this Sunday at 7.30 p.m. on the Joy News channel on the lockdown with Emifa. Well, he spoke to MFR Power on the lockdown last night. we get details of that message. Plus, an update on the National Science and Math Quiz as contestants prepare for the start of the elimination stage. Oh, I'm expecting the competition to get keener because you have uh, some of the big names in, in, in NSMQ history now joining. So there's going to be a lot more excitement. Many thanks for joining us. Details of our stories now. Well, it was a bloody weekend as 12 people were killed with dozens injured in different accidents across the country. This brings the number of persons killed in recorded accidents in a week to more than 30. Personnel of the Motor Traffic, Transport and Traffic Department of the Police Service are alarmed by the situation and have issued a warning to drivers. Maxwell Agbaba has more. The scene of the accident on the Kaswa Cape Coast Highway at a spot very close to Budumbram. A driver and his mate were killed by an articulated truck Sunday afternoon. Mate and a driver and a normal car the driver and his conductor were in the car then started doing a u-turn to the other side of the road the tipper truck was also coming with top speed at the other side and ended up crashing the van we then looked under the car and saw someone's legs hanging we realized later it was a driver's mate Six young footballers between the ages of 12 and 16 died in an accident at Offenso in the Ashanti region on Saturday after their vehicle veered off the road into the Offen River. The divisional commander for the Offenso MTT, the DSP Edmond Nyameche, has details. Allegedly uh, lost control of the steering and then uh, the car veered off the road and hit an embankment bridge 
and then they finally landed in the river. Meanwhile, in the northeast region, a policeman died with two of his colleagues in critical condition after a bus rammed into their vehicle, which was parked on the side of the road for patrol duties. Northeast Regional Police Commander DCOP Koju Entry Tabi says one of the police officers is in coma. With more than 30 recorded road accident deaths in less than a week, many are concerned. The Finso Divisional Commander of the Motor Traffic and Transport Department has this advice for motorists. Uh, abide by the road regulations. No, you don't have to overspeed. When your way is not clear, you don't overtake. And that is uh, mostly uh, some of the, uh, this, uh, the offenses they commit. And four people were also killed at Nyante in the eastern region over the weekend after a head-on collision between a taxi and a private vehicle there. Now, for our Arrive Alive, kill your speed before it kills you. That's how you arrive alive. It's sponsored by Toyota Ghana, Bedrock Insurance and Logistics Movers. Now, President Akufadu says Ghana's Premier and Division One football leagues will resume on Friday, October 30 this year. According to him, spectators will be allowed at the team's training centres. The president said this last night during his 17th address to the nation. Towards the progressive easing of restrictions, government has taken the decision to allow the resumption of training in all contact sports, taking into consideration the imminent participation of our national teams in international competition. All sports people who are camped are to be tested regularly. With respect to football, after due consultations with the Ghana Football Association, it has been decided that the Ghana Premier League and the Division I Football League will restart on Friday, 30th October with a full regime of testing of the players, technical and management staff. No spectators will be allowed at the training centers. And when actual competition resumes, seating at all stadia will be limited to 25% capacity to ensure social distancing. The president also observed that the country's borders by land and sea remain closed to human traffic. And that's not all. Beaches, pubs and nightclubs will remain closed until further notice. He also announced a three-month extension to the mandatory wearing of face covering. And to other stories now, I am not on a regime-changing agenda. That's according to founder of the Paris Chapel International, following claims that his recent outburst is part of a grand scheme to work against the ruling, the governing and. PP. Bishop Charles Ajinasari in an interview with Joy News explains that his outpourings is rather part of his national transformation agenda. Listen. It's not something that I've just started doing. I've been doing it. The late Vice President Ali Mama was my neighbor. President Kufuo, I even do a lot of stuff for his foundation. Mm-hmm. His Excellency John Mama and the wife were in Tamale. They are not the only people who are, who are my friends. Okay. Our president, Nana Rodamkwa, I've known him from when he was attorney general, foreign minister, etc. It, it's amazing people make it look like we are enemies. No, it's not like that. Are you NDC? I'm not. It appears that you are 
more lenient towards the NDC than you would be to the NPP. But in this country, depending on what you say at what time, you are branded. If you say something in a time when it favors a particular group, then you belong to the group. Are you on a regime-changing agenda? No. You're not? Why would I want to change regimes when I believe that political parties have the same mother? Why would I decide that when the nation is at stake, I would choose sides? I won't do that. It's bigger than a political party. It's the nation we are talking about. And you heard the founder of Paris Chapel International, Bishop Charles Ajinasari, there speaking to MFA Appel. Time now for an update on our Up to Us campaign, which aims at raising funds to support victims of the floods in northern Ghana. Host of the Super Morning Show, Kojo Yangsen, has spent the weekend touring areas affected by the floods, and he joins me on the line now from Tamale. Uh, good morning to you, uh, Kojo. What have you discovered so far? Well, Fred, I've been through the northern, the northeast and the upper east regions. I've seen homes and communities that have been decimated. I've seen people who have been cut off from civilization. I've seen people who have lost their homes. Yesterday, I spent some time with farmers in Pualugu. Their farm plots are around the abandoned tomato plant. And they have lost all their produce. You know, an entire uh, harvest is gone. That's half a year's income. And they're all looking up to government for support and assistance. We'll be hearing more about them on the Super Morning Show later today. All right, many thanks to you, Kojo Yangsen, reporting from Tamale. He's been touring areas affected by floods uh, there. Now, illegal mining has survived in Ghana for decades and remains a burden for the country. The illegal venture continues to have negative impact on the country's forest reserve and water bodies. For our latest hotline documentary, Latif Idris examines how the state-sponsored war against illegal mining has fared. <laughs> 